and we are back on live guys technology will humble the best of us i uh, just wanted to stop on here by firstly apologizing the time is seven past seven and i believe that um the tech today just wanted to actually throw me under the bus in i was disconnected and my phone was saying that it's too hot um for it to actually continue i think it's because i was charging while we're doing the live hi Tukang, welcome back hello yeah. <laughs> yay my phone switched off it's just they're like the temperature is too hot i'll actually even share this screenshot after this um i, I think worried. Yeah, because I was charging and doing the live, I think it just got overwhelmed. But my my battery is fine. Um, I believe that I'll charge it if it gets any lower than it should. Um, but we're back. Thank you for sharing on that first question. And given that it's live, um, you know, I think the challenge is expected. But thank you so much for waiting online. And to those who are rejoining, welcome back. Thank you for bearing with us. So the second question, do you have a favorite joke or one liner that always brings a smile to your face? <laughs> do you have a joke? Like what joke did you think about now or a favorite phrase or statement that always brings a smile to your face? Uh, oh my god, I can't really think of any yeah any joke right now but i do remember i do remember a joke back in primary school when someone said it, it's not really funny but i just laughed because it wasn't funny someone said um you are so poor that you tried to mop up a sea <laughs> okay yeah why did we just laugh because i catch i catch it it's not funny like it's it's just not funny not. but you know you know when something is not funny but you're just laughing at the fact that it's not funny yeah yeah you're dying <laughs> at the fact that it could have been better <laughs> yes. okay cool and then question three share a guilty pleasure or a favorite comfort food um or guilty pleasure movie or tv show so your favorite food um, that you have to actually stop yourself um, from eating too much or a TV show or a movie that you really love? Uh, okay, I love her and anything does it for me and I really love noodles. Yay! <laughs> I so obsessed with noodles. I think it's because I stayed in boarding school for two years so i had to eat a lot of noodles so i love noodles so much so i'd say that's my comfort food yeah and then lastly um and i think this one i'm gonna throw it back at you even after we have the conversation what's a personal motto or mantra that you live by i live by telling myself the focused so focus is my personal motto focus simply focus 
and you know self motivation works for me all the time i motivate myself i tell my mind to do whatever that is in front of me by focusing on it and putting my mind to it so simply focus and you know focus is a very i think it's a very strong and powerful word i was watching what is that i think it's fast 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 five but one of the fast series and yeah. dom is to the child you know the one thing that differentiates successful people is precision like you need to be precise and i think it it relates to focus because you know what you're doing you know what you want you know why you're doing it um so i really love that in one word actually it's quite powerful yeah 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 it's quite powerful so i really love that and i think to those who've just joined us thank you so much for joining us we got cut off by my phone dying out but we are back and we've just started the conversation So to start us off maybe Tapani can share a bit of who Tapani is what you do I know that I shared your bio um when we put out the um the flyer for today's session but who's Tapani what do you do what what are you passionate about about in this season um a bit for anyone who might not have um an idea of who you are I'm just going to fix my shirt please go ahead <laughs> All right yeah. so Tapani is a economist, a public administrator and an HR enthusiast. I'm also an insurance financial advisor. I am a public speaker and upcoming MC, corporate MC, a lover of content creation and a leader in general. So that is me in a nutshell. And also I felt you left out also the fact that you sit on two I'd say um big and quite impactful spaces if I was to call them that. Can you tell us a bit about what you do and what it means for you having to sit on a committee with girls for girls and especially for the model parliament. I I am very curious about that one as well. Can you tell us a bit about those two? Yeah. I'm I'm in a team leader for the alumni at girls for girls um funny story behind it is that i didn't apply to be a committee leader i actually applied to to be a social impact coordinator but i don't know but <laughs> for some reason they ended up choosing me to be there because they probably seen how i've been doing things before so Yes. Apart from that is I was a minister. I actually graduated so I I used the past tense cuz a new cohort is going to come in. I was a minister of state president and uh, the first ever women model parliament. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> that was I caught that. I caught that. <laughs> That was hectic for me. I think it was motivated by the fact that I was doing public admitted school so I wanted to do something that was related to governance, to public uh public matters, state affairs and you know presidential affairs. So I chose to stand for the Ministry of State President. So I made it. I made it. I was part of the parliament we did sit we did debates um suggested bills and 
motions were put forward and debated it was a very beautiful and exciting experience met very smart young ladies out there yeah. the energy and can I- be intimidating you know yeah but as time goes on you get to blend in and you see the beauty and and working together as sisterhood so I, so yeah actually i actually bt dubs off the record although this will be recorded your president we actually went to school together in maka and when i saw that she was elected to be president i was like look at this girl making big moves oh, oh really only, yeah <laughs> i can only imagine how electric it must have been what even you saying that you were debating bills that for me i felt it feels so like it's it's quite a big feat hey but somebody I want to I want to throw this question to you right because all of these things and for me I feel old the fact that you called me ma'am earlier but I want to know how not not to say how old are you but I want to actually ask how old are you Tabai I'm 23 <laughs> oh my god guys yeah. and you know someone threw in the in the chat there to say small girl big moves and i actually wrote it down to say can you how old is tapan oh my god how does it feel like all of that at 23 how do you how, how does it feel like for you like where you are right now how would you describe the work that you're doing with girls for girls the work that you did with model parliament the work that you did even i guess through uni i can imagine how does it feel like now living in in your life right now how do you describe that just to throw it at you um i'd say it's it's beautiful it feels beautiful it feels you know it's inspiring and i get to learn it every day you know i get to see the beauty and experiencing new things every day so it's it's really beautiful and seeing people believe in me makes me know what it is so much potential that i have that i have not yet unleashed so it's it's a beautiful feeling it is a beautiful feeling and I also it's inspiring man and i'm getting literal chills because i can only imagine the next 5 years or the next 10 years in terms of who you're going to become and maybe before we jump into like getting to know a bit about yourself there like what is the vision like what is your vision like for your life and i can imagine for the spaces that you occupy like what drives what's driving you to to push for so much um i've i've always wanted to make an impact especially in the lives of young girls i suffered a lot of emotional abuse when i was still young so i had confidence issues so i know how hard it is to build up oneself and stand up for oneself so i've always wanted to make an impact you know to to keep the door open for someone who's going to be coming behind me to be my sister's keeper and help everyone to be to get to a point where they feel established so i'd say i want to see myself as that one person who is considered impactful and has been part of a group that made a great change in people's lives so 
it's it's all about what I give to the people more than what I invest <laughs> in myself. I'm actually so inspired and you know a part of me is just that like we can actually end the live here but I want to know more about you even more so <laughs> so I don't want to throw so us into, into the no ma'am like for real <laughs> like you know even when you're saying you want to keep the door open for those coming behind you you sound like someone who's 33 or 43 not too sound ageist but you sound like someone who has a lot of wisdom and for me that's very exciting because it's not only impact that you're probably going to drive for the small majority that you're working with now but it's a forever thing like even when i have kids one day they're going to enjoy the work that you've already done now so it's amazing like it's i think i'm very excited to be alive in the in the generation that we are in just by meeting you today oh <laughs> actual chill so i want to throw us into the 10 questions that I have here today to get to know a bit about you. The the series is really to get to know more about you um as Tapang and your contribution I believe to the world. So the first question that I have here for you I'm just going to read them out um to say can you share a significant turning point or moment in your life that had a profound impact on who you are today? I'll just give you the floor to share there. Oh, Very curious. Already. Um that would be in 2017 when I was still in high school. I was doing form 4. So what happened is that my class teacher randomly picked me to be the class monitor. And at that time, I I didn't know how I felt about it, <laughs> so I just took the responsibility to be the class monitor and then down the line there was a time where i felt like it was a lot on me it was taking a lot from me cuz i was being punished for other students mistakes so it's like say i really can't do this anymore and he was like i see a leader in you so it starts now at this early point in time to say can i be able to do one two three going forward in the future because you're going to encounter a lot more than what is happening right now so i think that point really changed how i looked at things and i saw and now started seeing the leader in me cuz i was i was i was recovering from that girl who had confidence problems so what he said to me kept ringing a bell and reminding me that you know there's something special that is in me and it is it is for me to be a leader and me taking everything there and there listening to him help me a great deal because I was able to deal with a lot of personal issues that I had so that would be a certain point that changed and shaped everything yeah. And you know I'm, I'm very curious now to pick your your brain there given obviously it feels like a small role but it was really a big role I remember seeing a TikTok my love someone was saying if only our monitors and prefects took up leadership roles when they grew up the world will be a better place yes. and you know like, starting from that young age 
I'm very curious how you define leadership then, Tafang. Like from all those experiences of having to like face that fear of having to take on so much responsibility at that young age and even now moving into young adulthood, how would you define leadership? I think that's just the follow-up from what you've shared already. Okay. Well, according to me, I'd say leadership is owning up and taking the accountability to say, I can be in control of one, two, three, and I am confident about showing people this direction and this direction. So leadership is simply, simply being a mentor to other people, giving unto other people what you are sure will work out for them, and also not forgetting to, to, to keep on spreading on yourself as you share more. So that that that's how I simply define it according to, to me, according to what I have experienced so far. Yeah. And you know, inside that definition, I think the one thing that stood out there is the fact that in that journey of leadership, the people that you're leading actually matter, especially when you said what direction are we going, you know, into. And I really love that. And I can imagine like for the spaces that you sit in, I think for those who joined us while we had already started, you had shared that the one thing that drives you is having that focus. And I can imagine it's a trait, a great trait to have as a leader. So I'm curious there as well, like for the second question that I want to throw at you is to say what values or principles have guided you throughout your life and how have they influenced your major life decisions? So, I did mention uh, self-motivation before, so self-motivation, respect, optimism, and resilience, these are the most important values that made me who I am today and still make me who I believe and, and still guide me towards who I believe I want to be. So they have really helped me to remember that in whatever situation that I find myself in, I still need to stand up, dust myself and, you know, do what I want to do. I still need to remember that there is more beyond what I already show out to the people so far. So, yes, I need to process it into my mind first to say, if you want to achieve certain things, then you have to you have to be ready to 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 be accountable you have to be ready to to yeah. face obstacles and you know you're not going to always find yourself in a winning situation so you've got to be resilient you've got to respect other people because you know you need other people for you to be able to find yourself where you you aim to be so yes those are the values let me tell you how wise you are because oh wow Tabang. Like, if I could give you a virtual hug and everyone else watching as well um, I can imagine like it's beautiful it's so refreshing so there's someone on the chat here and I think it feeds very well to the values that you've just shared and the principles that you've shared it says hi Horatan Tapang as a trailblazer who did you look up to as your mirrors and your guides? I'm very curious to hear, like for you, like either close 
big family or even distant mentors as well i can imagine from books you've read etc very curious who are your influences um i've always looked up to a lot of people been inspired by a lot of people but um most importantly i'd say my mom she is a very humble and calm person so that makes me want to keep on thriving like she doesn't bother me at all she doesn't give me a hard time and the way she's so chilled she confidently believes in me and that on its own makes me want to really work hard for what i want to achieve and also just to mention a few people that i've always you know listened to and looked up to i listened to uh, jay shetty a lot i listened to his motivational messages and there's some point where i was going through a hard time and i used to listen to him a lot and people would say you are so upset with this guy <laughs> so i yeah he's, he's doing one something of in your life yeah, yeah they didn't they yeah, didn't know one, but they didn't know yeah. mm, what yes. was yeah. so i i did look up to him he inspired me a lot yeah. in terms of you know self development and and you know the motivation side of things and then when it comes to spirituality i listened to sarah jakes roberts for 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 spiritual for, for spiritual you know tips to to be for me to be at that level of spirituality where i feel like you know i'm intimate with god you know god can hear me this much yes so yeah but most importantly my family does it for me and also my friends love that and i'm very curious maybe just as a follow up if i'm going to the third question maybe just a bit about your mom like what kind of relationship exists there and i can imagine for anyone who is probably still navigating you know growing their relationship with the person who comes as their support like what is your relationship look like with your mom like do you go to her when you're going through a hard time like what what is the dynamic that lives there between the two of you like i said my mom is a very calm person she doesn't talk a lot and i think i talk a lot instead <laughs> but we have we have a very 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 sweet relationship where i feel like she she feels a lot like home she feels a lot like comfort whenever i feel like i have something to share with her it's easy for me to share it with her like it doesn't become hard for me to tell her that mom i'm going through one two three mom this is what is going on in my life because i know that she's going to openly uh, welcome whatever that i share with her so we do share every beautiful relationship with my mom the vibes are always she she she's always supportive in everything that i do she is never against never against what i do wow. Man, I really, I really love that. I really love that. And you know what I noted down there just to say open communication I guess in this case for yes. she understands who Tapang is, where she's going and if you're struggling she can actually hold you up because she knows what you're trying to accomplish, right? And I'll come to your question and Dikano M. I'm just going to move on to question 3 and then we'll come back to your question there on the chat. But thank you so much for the engagement there. Unami also said, I'm loving this conversation. Tapang, you are simply iconic. <laughs> and that is the truth. Thank you. Ma'am. 
it's just that you don't see it, but we see it. It's mm, man. I feel like I'm in the presence of royalty. Like even when you were speaking, let me just throw that out before I ask the question there to say that I felt as though you were actually just pouring into me as well. Like as you were sharing um the values that you live by, you said be resilient. Um, you said be respectful. We need people in our journeys. Like you're reminding me. even at my at my age as well so I'm very grateful for you and then now I just want to actually throw this question I think it relates to your question there Dikano M I'd noted there can you describe a challenging obstacle or adversity you faced and the lessons that you've learned from overcoming it and similarly just to echo Dikano M's question he said every one of us struggles with imposter syndrome hardest tough pang seconds and this i believe will come back to it actually they're not related so just to speak to your challenges there maybe high level um you know and also what lessons have you taken from living through what you've lived through there taban um one of the biggest obstacles that i've encountered so far should be laziness i mean it is always said ma'am tell us the story and i love the honesty tell us the story it is always said and stressed enough for laziness it is an enemy of progress laziness oh. is a sin so and with the laziness comes procrastination for sure so i've really encountered you know that obstacle a lot of times in my life and It, it it was on me it was on my whole power to say okay how can i stop being lazy how can i start getting rid of the fact that i i know that i'm lazy and people can see that i'm lazy so <laughs> laziness <laughs> i want laziness has what what is that look like give me con- give me color like what is a lazy day for tapang look like and in what areas do you feel it's there because i, I can't see it <laughs> okay yeah okay laziness to me yeah. uh, it would be me sleeping a lot i yeah. sleep a lot i mean <laughs> i know it's healthy to sleep but hey <laughs> you've got to make sure that you 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 do it gastritis so laziness <laughs> and also like i said procrastinating saying sorry i'll do this tomorrow i'll do it the other time and then ended up losing focus doing something else instead so laziness is one of the big obstacles that i faced and for me to overcome it is when i put everything to to my mind i say okay if i if i look at it in the context of core what are going to what is going to be the outcome if i i do this instead of if i do this today instead of doing it tomorrow then that helped me so i look at the results that will come about if i stop being lazy and start working so laziness and then apart from laziness i think i mentioned this before i bullying i was through a lot of bullying and i consider that an obstacle because it delayed a lot of things in my life it's it's delayed the process of me being able to see the beauty not only inside but also on the outside 
so it's made me feel it it's lead it limited me to a certain point where i felt like okay i really can't be doing what other people are doing out there so i i i encountered emotional abuse a lot while i was still in school back then in the days so emotional abuse slash bullying and lasers those are the worst enemies that i had to deal with so yes and you know i'm i'm just thinking something that i wrote down when you shared laziness and procrastination is what i love from that at least from what i learned from how you answered the question as well is how you spoke to something that you are actually in control of right so before even speaking to something that's external that might have been an obstacle or something that for yourself you were kind of navigating so i really love that it's quite admirable and you know for the bullying i'm very curious what did you do like i can imagine for maybe someone um young watching this or a year from now watching this and encountering you for the first time like what advice would you then give um in terms of navigating that whole um season of bullying what did you do and how did you you know get yourself out of it especially mentally so i decided to step out and focus on myself first to see uh if at all this is what i want for for the rest of my my time so like i said it happened when i was in school so i was like do i want this until the end of the year do i want to live like this until the end of the year or or what yes so i thought to myself okay this is something that i don't want happening to another person because i know the pain that comes with it so i started investing in myself you know self development i started changing the way i thought about things stopped i stopped looking at other people as giants as people who can intimidate me i started you know seeing through my capabilities and my abilities yeah so i i i i think i also i also re- i also resorted to you know to god and going to church you know at church they tell you how much god loves you and you know there's someone who loves you more than anyone there you get the comfort that you are like other people you are like other kids and also you don't deserve to be treated the way you are treated so i did go to church and i to be honest i never shared this with my like i didn't tell my family members but i did share with the school authority they helped me to is they helped me to to bring that down and get rid of everything so i think it 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 became a lot better as i was growing up because there was able to know um i was able to know and realize a lot of things to say or ah, i can be able to stand up for myself i can be able to say that doesn't move me or this moves me or whatever but yes it 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 was a very very hard thing to deal with uh, as i grew up i was able to get rid of just to chip in there you said you you experienced this during boarding school right no not boarding school but in junior school okay boarding school yeah. I was a bit mature than that so mm-hmm. and in junior school yes mm-hmm. junior school yeah 
but I interrupted you there sorry you were going to say yeah but other than that I had I had friends who supported me throughout who saw in me what other people didn't see so that made me feel a lot a lot better and I was able to you know to say okay to give that impression that okay you know what if I look at this person this is not the kind of person that can be bullied I had to to invest in myself that much so that when people look at me they'll be like ah no no not this one <laughs> so yeah Oof, a lot of nuggets there I'm just gonna read them out because I was taking notes there to say for you you worked on a lot of personal development so I guess working on yourself first and also working on changing your mind about how you view the situation and for you what stood out and what worked as well was going back to God um, and I guess that was an anchor for you in terms of your spirituality and having I like what you said about pulling in the school authorities so I think having that external support and someone else I guess to bring perspective into that situation and then having your friends who saw something that is bigger than obviously what the bullies are trying to perpetuate in that situation so i really like that thank you so much for sharing and i can imagine it's a very you know horrible thing given that it was hard at the time but i'm um, i'm maybe just to take us to dikano m's question given everything now that you've lived through tapan how do you then like navigate imposter syndrome now that you're doing what are things that possibly then include a larger or a wider you know population you're engaging with now the country has to say um and the different young girls that you engage with and girls for girls so the question there it says how do you i guess overcome imposter syndrome or how have you been navigating it if you've ever experienced that if you let that if i should phrase it like that yeah okay um Well, I always remind myself for the people we always talk. No, no Whether you are doing good or you're doing bad, people we always talk. Like people, we as people, we don't stop talking. That's the thing. So what a better way to just focus on what you want. and forget about what people i mean it's not easy to to not give attention to what people say about you so if you know deep within yourself that this is what i do and this is how i navigate <laughs> so you know what i i put i put my phone on do not disturb so that that doesn't happen so i'll give you a minute to kind of just <laughs> You can oh, even send them a okay. message to say, oh, "Yo, man, please just give me a minute." <laughs> But to those who've just joined, thank you so much for joining. Um, if you if you're good, you'll signal me something, and then I'll throw it back to you. If you're ready on your side, and I'm sorry about that phone call that's coming in. Um, but there's also a question that I'll throw to you um, that speaks to if you could give yourself, if you could give your younger self advice, what would it be? Um, that is a comment from Unitirit's Destiny. And I think it's 
it's loading on my side it might be because she's off the app and putting her phone on to not disturb there she is hi ladies okay. welcome back yes thank you i think i managed to do that still. great yeah But so you're yes. talking about how people will always talk and we're just talking about how you navigate imposter syndrome. Yes, so like I said, um I always try to focus on the positive more than the negative. So that's what really helps me. Focus on the bigger picture and forget about whatever comes through the journey to getting whatever you want to get so the most important thing is to not lose focus just remember about what will be why you will reap at the end of the toil and what you will enjoy in the end so forget about whatever comes to whatever people say so yeah it's about you you can't really forget you know but just just take it as a small distraction because towards the the big prize you're going to have a lot of distractions you're going to have a lot of obstacles and you know people saying things and people never stop talking we as people we never talk we never stop talking i mean so <laughs> yes so yeah and so just to Yeah. To answer the second question, if you could give your younger self an advice, what would it be? Oh, uh, it would be to be, it would be, you know, I'd say to myself, be patient. Be patient. You are a work in progress. You are already doing well. So learn to do things your own way. Learn to do things on your own motivate yourself that much to a point whereby you'll be doing things and you'll be you'll be you'll be proud of what you decided to do for yourself so focus focus is the main goal you know just focus <laughs> yeah and don't let distractions will always be there so try and focus the yeah. word of the day if anyone and, and make peace Yeah. Yes, that's the word of the day. And also make peace with the fact that people won't be there for you all the time. You have to have the 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 ability to stand on your own and the ability to control your mindset to say, "Okay, I can do this on my own if I put 1 2 according to my own pace and doing it in my own lane no competition whatsoever so do everything on your own pace and be patient enough be patient enough so powerful i feel like i'm listening to just a big woman just a giant of industry so oh my god yeah <laughs> like focus to anyone for if they can forget anything anything mm. that it today focus and i think quarter from everything that you've shared as well just going back to what you shared about the imposter syndrome you said shift your focus shift your vision and remembering the big why remember the outcome and the delayed satisfaction or the delayed gratification which is something very rare I believe I think at a very young age because I think for us probably maybe even for me at that age 
I wanted to see results like immediately as I'm, you know, doing whatever I was doing. So it's quite refreshing yeah. to hear what you said about that to say, you know, I'm just remembering that it's coming, right? Oh man, some love from Undrete Destiny on the chat and Inami just reiterating that. Focus, focus, focus. So I want to throw us back to um, the few questions that I've had. I'm just going to trim them so that we can also move into our theme because I believe we've had like a whiff of who Tapang is in terms of your essence and it's an amazing one if I was to just put it in a word. So how would you characterize your journey of personal growth and I know that you talked about personal development especially when you were living through your bullying so how does it how did it look like right so how would you characterize your journey of personal growth and self-discovery over the years what did it look like practically um I'd say not because I'm an economist I'd say it has been fluctuating <laughs> So it had a lot of ups and downs, you know, so it had a lot of ups and downs, but uh, we kept moving, we kept moving and chasing the heat because in the end, you have to remind yourself that not everything comes easy, not, I mean, nothing comes easy. So you have to go up, down, <laughs> go up. So, so, so I had to... To at a point ask myself, for my girl, is this the kind of life that you're comfortable with? Yeah. Do you yeah. see yourself living like this in a few years to come? Mm. So the journey has been very much challenging. Uh, it has been a lot confusing. So yeah. I had to make sure that I allow certain people in my circle people who I know are going to be healthy yeah. to yeah. my mindset and also yeah. is and also to the way how I do things so yes I actually I actually thought to myself what if you don't want this then what else can you if, if plan A doesn't work for you then you probably should be having plan B next on the line so it has been a fluctuating one you know it has been challenging but we, we, we somehow managed to you know find our way through yeah. everything we're still finding our way through it's not easy mm. yes ma'am <laughs> so maybe just to throw it out i'm very curious like we i know that you talked about sarah jakes you talked about joshua um, but I'm curious, are there any books that um, maybe have also been part of the journey that you've read outside of the Bible? I believe um, it's part of that list. Um, but what other, what other influences, I guess, individuals that are also living out this life thing that have influenced you um, from the literal side? Okay, so I'm not, I'm not really into reading, but then... I do mostly read self-help books, but I read The Alchemist. I think I read it last year. I was part of a book club. I mean, yeah. I had to do something, you know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> For someone who never who never makes time to say, okay, I'm going to read this book and finish it. I, I was part of a book club and they suggested that we read The Alchemist and to my surprise, I finished reading the book and yeah. 
Who is the author again? Please remind me. Paul Paul. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to say that surname, but yes, Paul. Yes, Paul. I did read that book, and it made a lot, a lot, a lot of impact in my life so far. I learned a lot of different things from the book. It's it taught me to be patient more than anything. It taught me to say that no matter what happens in your life, the universe somehow, the universe somehow works together to help you achieve whatever that you want to achieve which is why you have to recognize the beauty of life the beauty of humanity the beauty of how things work so that's one of the books that i read apart from the apart from that because i believe it's a novel yeah novel yeah but it does do help with self-development a lot so i also read clever girl finance i don't i don't put in my mind i mean i don't record the authors of the book so i also read a book called clever girl finance it helped me with personal money management skills so far so those are the books that i say i read and i finished (laughs) i felt i felt that pinch my sister i understand last year i read and finished two books and I had to sit myself down. I was like, Karata, what are we doing about this? Because I used to be a, a bookworm. So it's something that, like, that was that was my personal growth journey for me. So I yeah. understand, especially the emphasis on the books that I read and finished. <laughs> so yes, thank but- you so much for, for sharing that. So today we're talking about um, lifelong learning. And you're only, let me not say you're only, you're 23. So for you, in the 23 years that you've been alive, there has been obviously um, instances of learning and growing and given the story that you've shared. And I have just five questions that I believe we're going to go um, go through in terms of the topic of the day, which talks about lifelong learning. And I'm very interested to hear how you answer, given the wisdom that you've already given us so far. Right. Um, so the first question, I am just going to read them out. Um, they are a bit lengthy, so I'm just going to try shorten them. Right. So the first one, I've shortened to say, can you share a time where you pursued learning beyond formal education or work requirements, and what drove you, and what did you learn? Okay. So at the time where I pursued learning beyond work environment is that what you say yes beyond formal education yeah beyond beyond formal education okay okay i'd say that's that would be the time where i choose to do something different and you learn a new skill like i said when we when you gave me a chance to introduce myself i did say that i'm an insurance financial advisor so I decided to finance myself to take up an insurance course, so to add up to the competi- so to add up to the competence that I already possess, that would make me slightly different from the other economists. So, yeah, I was a, I was I was a distance learning student. It was it was something that that was new for me, yeah. and a bit challenging, but I was motivated by the fact that. Like I said, if plan A doesn't work, you must have a plan B. So the better and best way to invest in yourself mm-hmm. is when you try one different thing at a time. 
you do a different thing at a time so you get to appreciate that life life works in different forms and if 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 you know that economics economics won't work for you that you probably know that insurance will do it you can try insurance if that didn't do it for you you know if commerce didn't work for you, you can you know try geography so yeah. but you know so, what yeah what i'm getting from you though in, like i i catch the lightheartedness in terms of how you're, you're putting it but it's very powerful also because it also speaks to what i think has been almost a buzzword but something that is quite important especially in the 21st century which is having a growth mindset so it's your faith not even failing fast but you're you're you know you're at a space where whatever is happening you're actually taking as an opportunity so for you even when you said you decided and you know that there's a very important place to actually operate from being able to make decisions for your life that's very powerful um and what i took out there and what i could put on a t-shirt if plan a doesn't work try plan b and it's not a thing of it's a deviation from your vision but it's all driving yes. towards the bigger picture at the end of the day i really love that so the second question that i have there around the theme of lifelong learning is to say then for you tapang how do you stay updated on industry trends given that you're saying you're in insurance and also having had studied economics and how do you benefit um from that in your field currently as an insurance consultant um well because i love learning and possibly because yeah i'm an economist i never choose to go a day without checking my socials and also my bills so i make sure that i am up to date with whatever is happening every day without doing that I know that there's something that I'm going to miss that might be impactful to to my you know my 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 goals. So I also like reading newspapers. I'm I'm an avid reader of a daily newspaper by the way. My uncle like always the whole brings article. Though I can see you. The only, <laughs> the, okay, the only section that I don't really read is the sports section, the last part. <laughs> but <laughs> But yeah, my uncle always brings a copy for me every time he gets a chance. He does bring in newspaper for me and advertises. So yeah, I do. I have made it a commitment to myself that I will grow myself in every possible way. If there's a piece of information that's available for free, I'll utilize it yeah. and you know, translate translate it into how I view the world through the lens of reality i mean so i could see what could work for me from whatever that i read so i do make sure that i i am i do check my socials you know and i i try to to connect with people out there people who are doing things that are different from what i'm doing <laughs> And in a bombastic side eye on the chat. She's like, ma'am, social. Do you mean LinkedIn? What do you do for fun, Sapak? I'm going to throw it back to you. <laughs> Not LinkedIn. And only, ma'am. I have a social life. 
that came from a very deep place ladies i did so well in a mean way <laughs> so well so yeah not only linkedin i do i do instagram i do facebook i do tiktok a lot i do check out youtube so the socials i mean possibly all the social <laughs> platforms except twitter i don't do twitter yeah possibly hey, all man, of them. i think it's called twitter. x it's called x, x now called yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'm also not going to remote up to date Oh, I still like some now X. It's a lot. And you know what I noted down there or what I picked from you and you what you shared there is that you control what you consume and I can imagine obviously your people that you're following on these socials are people that are well curated in terms of who you select and I love the daily news one um where you're saying you actually are an avid reader of that and the fact that you're actually taking advantage of free like things that you can actually learn for free so I think that's a takeaway to anyone who's listening out there in terms of just embracing the journey of learning 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 and learning you know given that it is a journey and it doesn't really ever stop so for the first question there around our theme today Tapang I wanted for you to describe a situation where um you quickly acquainted a new skill and how did you learn it um i'd say that would be that would be when i started my internship so i was in a different working environment moving from heaven being working as a tutor where i took charge to being supervised and to learning something that i didn't learn at school or something that i never came across throughout my life so i had to firstly learn the language of the the of my colleagues like the language that were used at the at the workplace i had to learn it by myself i had to to really quickly adapt to the way of communication so that i can be able to interact and also converse with other people because every time they'd be talking it'll be like that talking in parables you know yeah, when someone just feeling <laughs> i know them <laughs> those first few days and i can imagine there's probably insurance terminology that they're throwing out there on the table ma'am <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't easy it was so challenging yeah. and the ch- the more challenging part about it is that i wanted to learn something different every day but there was a lot for me to learn so i wanted to learn it quickly mm. as much as i could because I, i i didn't want to just you know feel like i'm new i'm still adapting to to the culture yeah. so it is so i had to quickly uh, i had to quickly understand the language at work i had to to put my mind to to the way things are done and also teach myself because <laughs> because you don't go through an induction <laughs> process <laughs> <of it all. laughs> see you having flashbacks there <laughs> yeah because yeah, because as an intern 
you, you don't you don't really go through like an induction process where you are taught okay this is how you're gonna be doing your work one two three okay you have to shadow and you know see okay yeah if we're gonna be coming up with a report this is how you go about the report this is how you consolidate everything this is how you get to you know yeah. communicate with other people who are going to help you to finalize the report so yeah. it was a big challenge but i had to quickly learn it so i could you know help to produce results <laughs> and the keyword there being quickly, quickly. Yeah. And I can imagine that trial and error and having to actually just give yourself prep talks on those days where you couldn't figure out what, what were they saying yeah. in the meeting, etc. Yes. So yeah, um, it's interesting, yeah? Go on. Yeah. Because at some point you'll be okay, you'll be asked to go take minutes. You, you'll be asked to attend a, me- a, a meeting and you should take some minutes. So then you have to make sure that you write things accurately and you know in a way that when next time they go through the minutes they'll be like okay this is what we said and we approve so if if you don't really understand how things are done and what people are saying then it, it it's not going to work for you so i had to make sure that i do it in a short period of time like i really try to understand as much as i could try to absorb as much as i could in a short period of time yeah but, but then i was able to i was able to to do it in the end yeah. taking is <laughs> taking into consideration the fact that i allowed myself to work at my supervisor's pace so yeah mm. and, and you know i think for that question at the core of it i was just thinking about how adaptability in your journey of learning and even in that space where you're saying you are learning on the job you are actually learning outside of the typical way of reading a book or being in a class that was you actually learning and then learning new ways of actually doing your work so i really appreciate that and what i took away from that is adaptability is key and i'm glad that you actually caught on for it has to be very quick and i think even for me in my journey you see those meetings those first few weeks where you sit in on meetings i'm glad i'm not the only one who was feeling like yay for her is you know yes. it's a bit dark <laughs> but if they open up for comments you have to yeah. say something you don't have to sit there and be like okay i'm you guys hey this is how you get to blend in that's how you become visible i really mm. love that thank you so much for sharing that and i'm curious there in terms of just your learning journey obviously learning you've seen that it's not just at school you're learning even as you've lived through your 23 years so can you recall a significant learning obstacle that you had to overcome either personal trait or maybe i guess an environmental trait and what do you believe you gained from having to face that challenge you know where you maybe felt stuck and you're like oh ha this thing is not landing you know what challenge had had you experienced in that case and you know the lesson there what did you learn from that challenge okay so the recent one i'll talk about the 
two and this one is personal so i in 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 2021 i believe yes 2021 i had covid towards my final exams not yeah towards my end of semester exams yes so i was constantly in pain both physically and emotionally and i was also spiritually down i lost focus and i ended up not doing well in my my tests so i had to get rid of the fear that was within me the fear of covid and i worked also on my mindset and then me realizing that i had the power to change the situation helped a great deal because i ended up recovering sooner and also i was able to to ace the exams so yeah <laughs> that, 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 that's a personal challenge that i encountered covid hey covid did take a lot from us guys yeah it really did please and you know for 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 your like for anyone who was like learning especially academically in uni during covid i can't imagine how that was especially those who lived through all the three years without seeing like the classmates yeah. and you sit for exams like it's a whole different ball game but what i picked from what you shared there in overcoming that challenge is i guess the power of your mind and you know once you've set for okay this is what we're doing we're getting better even your yes. body starts to kind of listen to you to say oh okay we're getting better that's that's where we're going and not operating from a place of hopelessness please do excuse me my husband and his friends are watching a game so if it's audible <laughs> i i apologize in advance but there's a question there before we move on um to the last question on 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 the thematic side of the the chat um unfilete destiny says what what's the piece of advice you've received in your journey sapan who has said what to you and i think to add on i'm curious about that teacher you know outside of the fact that he said i see a leader in you like what other words have been said um to you in your journey okay so i've been told there is there is there is the beauty there's the there's the beauty in in you know in humanity and in life than that one that what we think so if we work hard and and focus <laughs> okay so i'm gonna sidebar this question so you know with words it's like there's a period in your life where a word becomes prominent yes so for you when just as a side by and then we'll come back to the piece of advice I'm sorry for interrupting your and uh, the question there in grade 3 when did the word focus like come into your purview like when did it become so prominent how old were you when you latched onto it um not so long ago though i think yeah. it came while i was in varsity first year is first year when i st- started i i think i lost like i started losing friends i started you know i i had to make new friends i was getting into that part of life whereby i was transitioning from that young girl who was in high school to being a university student and i had to learn a different way of doing things meeting new people 
make peace make peace with the fact that okay i can't be closer to these people anymore and it is okay to have relationships whereby you're gonna outgrow each other as time goes on so that's when i i had to remind myself that you know despite all of this the main <laughs> the main price I see. I I can't thank you. I don't let it throw you off. I'll come back to it. The main price, the degree. Yeah, man. Any, I've noted down, and then I'll come to the comment on the chat to say that focus, in as much as it's beautiful in of itself, it comes at a cost, and I guess there's a lot of breathing and having to navigate the fact that you're losing friends in in the process of it all. But maybe if. you were to summarize um i guess that piece of advice how would you put it just to satisfy integrity destiny's question and then i'll come to in amy's comment and we'll come back to to the to the last question so the piece of advice meet in a in a high level how would you summarize the piece of yeah. advice i received right yeah. yes so the piece of advice i received was that you know there's beauty in in a lot of things so you need to embrace that you need to work hard you need to make sure that, that you you associate yourself with energies which are going to help to get you where you want to be you know you look like observe and you know try and see what what is it that you are bringing into your your space protect your own energy by bringing in healthy energies through observation and also saving yourself if something's not working for you cut it yes <laughs> man I personally feel like I'm in a live class and I had to tell my hand to write faster as you were speaking. <laughs> so thank you for sharing what I noted there as a takeaway to um from my chief shared you said this beauty in a lot of things we need to work hard make sure I well, how I wrote it down there is just being selective I guess when you talked about who you allow yes. in your space. and i i took away there to say is this connected to my vision and i guess that informs how you select and also having discernment you use the word observation and i guess being able to discern and you know asking yourself if, if it's aligned and you use the word to serve as well there so i love that thank you so much and maybe just to read there you've got some um, hearts there from ingrid so thank you ingrid doing that thank and you miss laughing emoji for as long as I've known Tabag she has been focused i'm surprised she thinks it's that late other people see what you did thank you so much for sharing that <laughs> we see it and for me guys like for the first 5 minutes was i not blown away i don't even know Helen's still seated on my chair. Let me just throw it out there. Um I I I've experienced it. So thank you so much for honoring us. And to the last question and maybe bringing us to a place of of closing our conversation for the day today. I've I've noted and summarized the question here to say what methods do you use 
to organize and prioritize your learning and can you share um, a recent learning goal and its achievement and I guess I think you've already spoken to that um, but how do you organize yourself um, to actually prioritize continuous learning? Um, okay, I do make sure that I draw up a schedule of how I do things because I know that if if I don't follow up a plan or like a diet, then I won't be able to do things properly. So I make sure that I have a schedule, I make sure that I have a plan, a way forward of how I want my things to be done. If I want to focus on doing this today, then I know after doing this comes this. So I make sure that I organize my things in a way that I draw up a plan, just a simple plan of how I, I journal things also just to create a clear picture of how I want my things to go about so that in the end I get what I planned for not what I just decided to do and it's a quite it's quite it's quite powerful that you share that as well and I think you've seen that I've used the word powerful a lot and I don't just say that because you're a guest on the show today because you know I think from all the self-help books all the leadership books they talk about having a plan and I can imagine for you you write it down you document it and I think to anyone who's watching this post the live just to challenge you from what Tafang has shared there um, just to close I guess on the thematic side of our conversation in our journey to learn and just um, em- embody this posture of lifelong learning we need to have a plan right I guess in this case from what you've shared there Tafang having a schedule when are you doing it how often are you doing it why are you doing it what is it what is it tied to so I really love that and it's something that I think even from the conversations we have here at Story Age is quite actually you know aligned and I love the fact that you're actually living that and we see the results let me just say that yes ma'am and give you your flowers we see it and we love it and for me I think even coming out of independence it's just the thing of ma'am look at this young Wazana woman doing great things like it's so it's 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 amazing like hmm, it's really amazing Thanks. and you know i just want you to move us like to i guess just uh, off 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 script given that we've now covered all our questions um just to kind of come back to the question of the day and it's a question that is the title of the series to say tapang what's your story and i think i'd want to reword it to say going forward what should we expect from tapang in the next 10 years like what is what does the story look like um in the next 10 years okay so i i my story is is i i, I don't know how to say this but okay you should look out to an advocate in the next 10 years and advocate for change and advocate for other young people who want to be leaders and advocate for beautiful things about life and positivity in general so yes just that in 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 a summarized version you know because (laughs) I can't really, I can't really, you know, focus. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. I can't focus. 
Mm. Yes, the least I can do is to anticipate. Okay, yeah. but yeah, yes, more than more than what as more than what I am able to give out right now. Yeah. A greater version of what I'm able to give out right now, possibly well connected enough to to move to, to move with a greater force. So yes. Amen to that. Amen but but to greater, greater connections to move for greater force. I caught that last bit. What you said you wanted to say? Oh yeah, I, I wanted to say sorry to interrupt you before we move on to whatever that we're gonna talk about next. Did I mention the fact that I am an own up and show up alumni? Thank you. <laughs> Ma'am, okay. I don't know if you recall it, but we did have we did have a, a, a Google Meet a Google Meet meeting. Someone left with a year to graduate, and we talked about emotional intelligence. We did talk about my personal goals, you know, my strategic foundations, and. You did help me a great deal. You helped me, and through it all, you were so beautifully smiling. I'm like this lady. Okay. Yeah, I think. I think. Yeah. It was a thank you. It was a beautiful experience. It was a beautiful opportunity that I got. That I got to to have a chance to learn about emotional intelligence. That I got to say my story because i i feel like i was a point I, I was at a point where i needed to say to say it like i needed to share something and you asked me about what i had in my mind something that i had if if i had anything planned after graduation like at that point i didn't see like i didn't think beyond graduation or okay after i graduate this is what i'm gonna do but you made me realize the importance of you know planning ahead the importance of having a picture of of how you want things to unfold so yes this 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 ma'am here okay i'm sorry for calling you ma'am but this ma'am here i'll take it get I'll take it. I'll be mad for for the night. <laughs> yes. So, 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 this, so you guys should sign up for for the Own Up and Show Up program because you're gonna have a good time of your lives. Thank you so much for returning the flowers because wow. And you know, I think one thing that you shared there to say, saying it out loud, and you know, the platform today, I was coming into it, just thinking about what are we doing with this What's Your Story series and giving people a platform to tell their stories like in their own words. And I love the fact that for yourself, even as you're sharing a year from now, two years from now, people can always come back here to hear your story in your own words, ma'am, as vulnerably as you had shared. And I'm so grateful. 
And I just want to say thank you. Um, I believe we're coming to a close. Uh, there won't be anything else past what we've um, discussed, getting to know you, talking about the theme for the day. I just want to say thank you, Tabank, for honoring the invitation, um, saying yes to um, being part of the platform. And thank you so much um, for who you are. Um, I think outside of what you do, I believe that it's just so much wisdom that we derived from the conversation today. And thank you so much. And I hope you have an amazing week. Any closing thoughts um, to anyone out there before we close, Tapan? Um, well, I just wanted to say thank you for having me. It is a great honor, like a very, very great honor to be interviewed by someone of your caliber, you know? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for giving me the chance. I wouldn't have anticipated it's I wouldn't have you know seen myself being given such a platform to come and share my story I wouldn't have known how much it meant to other people that they know my story so thank you so much for giving me and allowing me the time to to express myself the way I would like to thank you so much it really means a lot coming from you <laughs> You're doing the thing, my girl, and it's so refreshing. Thank I, you I so much. Yeah. Yes. Great. And it, it has been a good time here. Yeah, I had fun. I was nervous at first, <laughs> but I had a good time. I am always uh, nervous, by the way. Like, same. I'm glad. What? I'm glad we, we lived over our nerves. I'm telling you the truth, ma'am. <laughs> but I just want to close it here. And... Thank you. I believe we'll sidebar and catch up even after this, Tapang. But to everyone who joined us tonight, to you, Tapang, thank you so much, everyone, for joining. I will also um, move the podcast or move the conversation into podcast so that you can listen offline and carry Tapang's word wherever you are. Um, but otherwise, have an amazing week, Tapang. And to everyone else, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you everyone for joining us. Thank you. Bye everyone. Bye.